Are we recording? Are we recording? <laughs> I believe we are. Um, so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are back. Uh, welcome back, you Sipper Sims and Whiskey Dicks alike. Uh, today, we're going to talk pop culture and football. But first, Josiah, roll that intro. Let's fucking roll it. <laughs> S I M P. Did you not hear me? <laughs> nice, cool, dude. It's so funny because I can only hear it through your mic. I mm-hmm. can't hear it through the system, so I am just like bobbing my head back and forth to silence. But you look cool, and you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Cool is not the word I'd use, but hey, we are back, boys, girls, we and those who have yet to decide. Um, it is January 16th. I think you said that first thing you said, you got it from somewhere. And I was like, ever since I heard that, I thought it was the fucking best thing ever. Um, but yeah, what, it's for those yet to decide those who yet to decide. Yeah. I think Lane has probably said that. Cause that is not something I'd come up with. That is you, you a hundred percent said it, bro. I can go I back and find the episode if I have to. <laughs> um, I think you said you got it from somewhere else though. Um, you were gracious enough to like not claim it as your own. But okay, I know for a fact I'm not that smart. <laughs> eh, I wouldn't say <laughs> that. But, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's January uh, 16, I believe, right? Yeah, so we it's January 16th, and a little birdie told me that you are, uh, were, are, is doing dry January. So, uh, I tried doing that, right? Okay. Um, went into full expectation, and then my sister came up to visit, and I was like, well, like, I'm not gonna do it now. I mean, She's coming here to like hang out and go see all the good mm-hmm. spots. I'm not gonna just be like, yeah, we'll go show you places, and I'm just gonna be straight edge in the corner, not drinking. And then you know she came here, so I did that. And then after she left, I was like, well, I mean, like I've already, sorry, this many days in. So, um, <laughs> and then I don't know. I kind of learned what I so. Here's my opinion on dry January. Right, it's great for people that um have a. It's if you have a like if you don't understand your relationship with alcohol just yet, or you're just uh you know trying to do something like to be to to get a little bit better or whatnot, it's a good like experiment to try and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. For people that either one have had like problems with uh binging um in the past and you're already at like what you would consider a somewhat healthy point, or maybe like you already have a healthy mindset of what you know is good for your body. And maybe even before going to dry January, you may or may not have drank too much over the holidays. I'm not talking about myself in particular at all. Definitely. No, 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 uh, no, no. But like, mm-hmm. if you already know, I think it actually does you more harm than good to cut it out entirely because with uh, certain mindsets, like addictive mindsets, like so myself personally, um, if I cut something out cold turkey and I just don't do it, there's two things that happen. One, you become addicted to the idea that you are dry and that kind of gives you mm-hmm. like an uh, like an unjustified sense of uh, superiority to everybody else. You're yeah. like, yeah, that's right. I don't drink. I'm cool or whatever. You know what I mean? Or you, uh, when you do drink again, you go back into it way harder than you did before because yeah. you haven't had it in a while and you just It's binge. like the keto diet. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to lose 100 pounds. But then when you go back to your old habits after you're happy with your loss of weight, you're going to gain 300 pounds. I've seen it happen. Exactly. So it's like, it's like, so for me, I'm like, so I've come back to a a different uh, perspective of it where it's like, 
I'm not going to do dry January, but I'm going to just be very, very mindful of what I'm drinking, how often I'm drinking and um, mm. why and when I'm doing it. So it's like more of like a mindful January. You know what I mean? So uh, the first thing that I did to keep myself accountable to that was uh, I'm just not I'm, do it. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, first of all, not do it. But secondly, um, I've just elected myself to be the designated driver for everywhere, anywhere yeah. for all of dry January, because, you know, for me, I'm, you know, allegedly in the past uh have had problems with uh doing that but uh now it's like for me if i know i'm driving i'd never have more than like two drinks for the night um that's a really good tip to like if you're trying to like maybe not do dry january but slow it down mm -hmm. it's often to be the dd mm -hmm. and you'll probably make some money because then you can ask for gas money if you really want to exactly exactly yeah. so i mean and uh you know and this is only for people that are like actually responsible and can control themselves because the last thing you want is to be out with your boys and your boy who's supposed to be the dd is ripping mm -hmm. shots in the corner and then all of a sudden everyone's fucked you know what i mean yeah um, don't do that to your boys your boys are more important than that yeah absolutely so um I, i'm not doing dry january um i don't recommend dry january for people that don't understand the way uh, like substances work on your body um, it, it just because like, you know, um, like, like I said, like if you're like, if you genuinely think you have a problem, uh, don't wait for January to fix your shit, you know, go like seek help. But like, if yeah. you, you think that this is going to fix everything, it's actually going to make it worse. Um, you're going to go dry for a month. You're going to feel great. And then the moment that you feel that moment of weakness and start, you feel like you might be good enough to have one drink again. You're not just going to have one drink. You're going to jump right back into it um, at a level that you did before, if not like higher and not to like go too deep into this and like get on a soapbox. But like, for example, like uh, drug addiction, like heroin, uh, prescription pills, right? So uh, there's certain countries, um, like I've been talking to uh, uh, Cousin Timmy a lot about this, like the Netherlands. Cousin Timmy, shout out to Cousin Timmy. Shout out to Cousin Timmy. Um, the Netherlands. He's a wealth of knowledge. Oh, yeah. Dude, the dude is like weirdly smarter than anyone I've I've known. And he's, he, a, he's a genius that he's, just loves to drink. And he just is, he's a fucking like, he has an unnatural like uncanny ability to say things that are poetic without even trying like i'm starting to like write them down because i'm like dude what the fuck that i think he tries like sometimes he does but like a lot of times it's like it's off the cuff though and that's the thing like that's he'll true. like he comes with it so fast and you're like wait pause you know what i mean it's kind of like mm -hmm. most of the like best poets and best writers were you know degenerates and drunks and that's just the way it was but anyways oh, yeah. uh um the way like so like the netherlands does it like they have like 80 percent less like uh, drug overdose problems across the country than like the rest of the world or something like that. It's okay. because one, everything is decriminalized. Um, so if you have a heroin problem and let's say you're convicted for that heroin problem, um, uh, what they do in court is all you have to do is show any sign of wanting to change. Even if it's like they ask you, Hey, uh, are you going to do another hit? And you're like, no, no, I swear. I totally won't. Like, and even though it's like your, your drug induced brain talking, they'll take that as like, this person could be better. And they check you into a clinic where they actually, the first thing you do is they get they slap a needle in your arm and they give you the purest, best heroin you've ever had. Why? Wait, what? That's the funny thing. Yeah. So it's like, it's a 14 day, like thing to start off and they slowly wean you off of it day by day, by day, by day, by day, um, in a controlled setting. And while the entire time they're doing that, you know, they're going through behavioral like uh, coaching um, through like, you know, to actually get you off of it in the correct way instead of, you know, these people that have problems throwing them in a fucking jail and then hoping for the best when they get out or, you know, whatnot. It's actually like a true rehabilitation pro pro program where it focuses on actually having a healthy relationship with that drug and slowly weaning your brain and your body off of it as opposed to like 
the system we have in place. Anyways, super like just off the cuff thing that I thought about, but like same Dude, concept. That is with... actually crazy to help you get off. We introduce you to the peer. Yeah, and then you slowly. So uh, is that just for like like opium and heroin and stuff like that? I think for... I can't imagine like here's the best OG grass. You know what I mean? Like what is that? Right, right. Well, the thing is like if you have like a like with marijuana, like I mean, it's not only decriminalized there; it's legal. You know what I mean? Like so, it's a kind of a different thing. You know what I mean? Like it's hard to yeah. you're not going to kill yourself by smoking too much pot. I mean, yeah, you might that's as like a result of everything else, but you're not going to. So, so what like do you do for booze, do you like. Have you ever seen That's a the decanter, not decanter like in the original sense, but the uh, evaporators? Yeah, dude. Fuck where, that. Like, I, I would be interested to do an episode on that, uh, on that, like it's a drug. It seems like you're doing a drug, even though it's just alcohol. Yeah. My my knowledge of it is that you're basically like evaporating the alcohol, but you're catching, you're evaporating everything but the alcohol, and you're catching the alcohol in the gas form, and you basically inhale it, mm -hmm. and it's like one inhale is equivalent to like doing eight shots, even yeah. though it's only two ounces of liquor that you evaporated because you're just getting the pure fucking alcohol straight into your bloodstream. And because yeah, because of the absorption, the way it goes, because it's going in through your nose, the mucous membranes, it goes directly into your bloodstream as opposed to having to go through and then soak in through your stomach and then get metabolized yeah. that way. It's a very, very different feeling. Like you know, like other drugs, like you know, ones that you would insufflate or in other in layman's terms, snort. Um it's that same concept. It like goes directly into your bloodstream. Fun fact, did you know Patrick Stewart um used to to uh put cocaine patrick stewart patrick stewart who how do i know that name um professor x um, oh yes, X yes, yes 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 um yeah he um he he did wait old old professor x or young old professor old x? professor okay. x like the og patrick stewart yeah, yeah, bald dude yeah. super british yeah, yeah. wheelchair um yeah. yeah yeah he uh he used to do a lot of cocaine back in the day um yeah, and he what did. he did was he never snorted it because he didn't want to get uh nosebleeds on set so he would take like capsules uh, dump him out, film it with cocaine, and shove him up his ass. So he would boof him, and it would absorb directly into the bloodstream that way. He would just be just like outrageously on one. Save that phone number for later. I'll explain why. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna put it in the chat. Nice. Um, that boofing. Have you ever boofed anything? No. You don't have to answer this. No. <laughs> okay, no. Didn't. No. <laughs> mm -mm, mm -mm. But anyway, it's fun fact because like with so like just kind of quick circle back to that and then we can move forward. Yes. Um, the idea of doing it that way is like if you have a heroin problem and you force them to cold, cold turkey and they relapse, they're going to relapse on a dose that is what they're used to taking and they're probably going to mm -hmm. OD and kill themselves. So Jesus. that's not the right way to do it. So like having these right. places in place, these places in place that are designated to help people, it's huge. So long story short, dry January. Good for some yeah. people, not good <laughs> for everybody, not good for people like me personally. So I, it's just all about keeping that healthy relationship. And mm -hmm. um, if you have something has power over you, um, going all or none is too much of a problem. Um, you, you have to find a way where you control the alcohol. And if you can yeah. do that, that's the best way to do it. My yeah. last little note on dry January is Burt Kreiser has already summed it up perfectly as a it's a little bit he's done on a couple podcasts. And I don't even know if it's in his stand up, but his bit he's like, I love drinking. I think he said it with Caleb Presley and uh, pardon my state guys from bar school. <laughs> he said, I love drinking. I will do whatever it takes to keep my body in good enough shape so I can continue drinking for the rest of my life. He's like, Yes, saying, yes. saying, saying cheers just makes my heart happy. Yep. That feeling of, Hey, do you want to go grab a beer? Yeah, let's go grab a beer. It makes my heart happy. Like all these, he keeps going down, and it's like, man, are you drinking Whistle Pig right now? Uh, no, this is actually just Honey Simple. 
Okay, so you're, what year whistle pig are you drinking? Oh, it's actually, it actually, it's actually, it's actually honey simple. <laughs> yeah, it's actually honey simple. Oh. I use the whistle pig bottle for my honey simple. Nice. Okay, cool. What do you, uh, did you make that at home? Yeah, I did. Nice. Hell yeah. It's the uh, one to one ratio. With your honey simple. Did I see makers? <laughs> Community batch. Community. Oh, that's such a good one to use honey simple with. Yeah. All right. Well, it is cold outside. It is January. And that means. Not only is it whiskey weather, but it is football weather. Yes, sir, it is. Yesterday, so we're recording this on Sunday. Um, <laughs> yesterday was probably the crazy, or no, yesterday was Sunday. We're recording this on Monday, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was probably one of the craziest lineup of NFL Wild Card Week. Wild Card Weekend is the best, best television. By far, dude. By far. And all, all... in my veins. It's better than, I don't need eight games. I love eight games on Sunday for yeah. NFL Red Zone. But I love three games back to back to back that at the seasons on the line, man. Yeah. These underdogs, the big teams sometimes forget to show up and the underdogs have a chance. But then they, oh, it's just, it's just, it's pushing it's, in my veins, man. It, dude, and here's the thing too playoffs is a totally different mentality. You can see these teams that were dominant, dominant all season. Um, mm-hmm. And if they haven't been in the playoffs enough and they don't have that like playoff mentality, they fall apart in the postseason, bro. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, first of all, the fucking, the Vikings, right? <laughs> like, yeah. we, like i'm sorry like the, the giants showed up though they did and it was nice to, i was like i was watching saquon barkley and i'm like dude i wish you had performed like this all season because my fantasy league Seriously. would have been so much better besides the Seriously. point you know what i mean um and yeah. kind of on that note like we'll talk more about the games uh from yesterday but i got a hot take and i'm gonna kind of stick to it because i'm like i'm just kind of how funny would this fucking be right so just because of how bad um the uh division that the bucks are in right yeah. <laughs> like how yeah, like the yeah. fact that they made it to the playoffs is so fucking funny first I mean, of all someone got to do it. it used to be the nfc east right like yeah. it would be like the six and eight team six and ten team would be in but anyway sorry but uh here's the thing fact number one brady is six and oh with the cowboys right he's never lost to the cowboys seven or seven seven and oh yeah, yeah. so he's about to be eight and oh because he's not gonna lose the cowboys i i love sad cowboys fans yes me too. there is nothing, nothing more better. in this life that excites me than sad cowboys fans <laughs> and we're gonna see him again so i want to so here's a, so bucks are gonna beat the cowboys and i think how fucking funny would it be if we see the fucking Bucks just slide in past everybody because Brady's been in the playoffs more than like pretty much any other person at this point. Like Tom Brady has the won bracket. the Super Bowl every other year since 2014. Yeah. He didn't win it last year. So if pattern is to repeat himself <laughs> and over the last eight years or however long it's been, he will um he will win this year. Yeah, right. Like, so here's the thing. Like, if he he didn't, sure, they, he didn't show up quite as much as he should have this like the regular season. But watch watch the team just be like totally different in playoffs. Watch them fucking knock out the fucking. They're gonna first they have to knock out the Eagles, I believe, probably, and then the 49ers because I believe the 49ers are gonna be the next one. Um, and it just just fucking piss everybody off. Like, it'd be proof that the NFL is not scripted. But <laughs> I just I I looked it up the odds on it. It's like plus twenty eight hundred of the Bucks winning. So I was like, what if I just throw a casual twenty on it for like a five hundred sixty dollar return or a hundred for a casual three grand return? But you know, yeah, for for Brady, yeah, for uh, for I Bucks mean, in the Super Bowl, everything not like 
this year, but everything that like history has written has told you that this will be Brady's year again. And who knows? I mean, I am no, I am not a closet Brady fan. I am a very much out there Brady fan. And I, I, I mean, I want the bills to win. Mm -hmm. I want, um, I think the giant, I pretty much think anyone would be awesome except for Kansas city. I just don't want to see them win. And I have nothing against Patrick. Uh, but, um, I would like to see the Niners go honestly. Um, just cause yeah, Purdy, dude. Yeah, Purdy. If he wins all the way through, he'll be nine zero with a Super Bowl mm-hmm. all the way through his uh her, his young career so far. However, now so yes. one team has to win, right? Which yeah. means something along the lines of 12, 11 teams lose, right? Mm-hmm. You've been seeing this thing about like the Whopper commercial going around, right? Okay, have it your way. What? like obviously devastating to see like your team dismisses the field goal or the field goal is about to line up and you're like just like praying to god that your team makes it and this commercial comes on what other devis what like this might be on the spot question we didn't prep for this but i was thinking about like what what is the other most devastating thing you that that either that commercial could come on after or what other kind of commercial would come on that would be just as bad or worse Hmm. that's a good question i don't know so for me yeah, it would be like seeing my team lose to the Chiefs and seeing another goddamn Patrick Mahomes State Farm commercial. Yeah, that's I used to love on the opposite end of that spectrum is when uh, Baker Mayfield was sucking, and then they'd have one of his commercials <laughs> where he's like in his own house and stuff, and you just you just sit there and be like, "Not your house for long, man." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. That would, yeah. that would be fucking funny as hell. But uh, yeah, dude. I, I honestly, it's hard. It's been a great. It's been a great season, honestly. And I think that uh, seeing um, seeing who's like been able to pull through in the way that they have. I mean, it'll be great. I mean, the Giants they showed up, dude. I was I was not. Uh, the Bengals gave me a bit of a heart attack. They're barely. Dude, I, I love Joe Burr, but I just, don't like that game. Gave me a lot of concerns. Yeah, I was like, I don't. They just. I don't think they got it, dude. Uh, the. Uh, I mean, the Bills struggled a little bit with the Dolphins. Like both of them, um, both of them were very, uh, like I don't know. They just didn't play to the way that they have. I would like to see the Niners pull through because one, mm-hmm. and honestly, statistically speaking, the Niners have the probably well, they have the best defense in the NFL by a long shot. I mean, they have their the, defense is freak. it's it's dude, like Nick Bosa is unbelievable, dude. It's unbelievable. And uh, I was talking, I don't know where I was at. Oh, I was my, a good friend of mine got engaged and his fiance and a a bunch of other friends of ours were out at bars in Detroit a couple nights ago. And the ladies love Nick Bosa. Yeah, they do. They should. They they think he's the most handsome man in the NFL. And I don't by any means think he's not handsome. Yeah. Like he, the thick, I mean, we're, he's not just thick. He's unbelievably jacked, but the pretty boy of Jimmy G is gone. And yeah. Awesome. Is it no longer like, it's like, Hey, boy, all these girls going like, Oh, Jimmy G. I'm like, no, no, no. Have you seen Nick Bosa, bro? Like, have you seen him play? Come yeah. on, dude. Nick boys, Nick Bosa without the muscles is a six and a half out of 10 in the face. Mm-hmm. Now you bring the muscles on and the fame and the richness. Oh, 10 out of 10. So boys, what I'm saying is if you can't fix ugly, you just can't, <laughs> unless you want to pay a lot of money, but you can get jacked. Mm-hmm. And I used to think, I mean, obviously I'm not a very jacked guy, but I used to think like, fuck that, you don't need it. But there's this is proof. Mm-hmm. This is proof that if you spend a year in the weight room and just try to get jacked, yeah, it does work. It does. 
I mean, because Jimmy G looks not that great without a shirt on, but he's a handsome motherfucker and he bangs porn stars. Like, yeah, absolutely. That was a dream. Now, no one, no, now people are like, I literally said, what about Jimmy G? And they're like, Ugh. yeah, Ugh. right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's not the, the day of him is over. I mean, Nick Bros is like, well, he's like 25, dude. Uh, and the thing, the thing about him that a lot of people like too, um, one, I mean, all his post game interviews are fucking hilarious. Dude goes to yeah. bed at like 8 a.m., 8 p.m., yeah. not 8 a.m., yeah, yeah. but, uh, and like, uh, is like the he's eight a.m. is us. Yeah, that's us. He's like he's the most dominant. Like he's gonna probably be defensive player of the year, um, with his eighteen and a half sacks, um, and uh, he just is the most like relaxed, calm person. Like like right before the snap, it's just all right, guys. Let's uh let's go sack the quarterback, and then boom, just flips it on, you know, and that's it, you know. Like there's just something yeah. about that mentality. I don't know what goes on in his brain. Um, I, I think I saw like an interview where someone was talking about Excuse like me. when they used to like play with him back at uh, uh was it Ohio State where yeah, uh, he, was, he would like pump himself. He would like pump himself up and like he would just he would just be like mumbling under his breath and be like, "What are you mumbling?" He's like he would just be mumbling his name. He'd be like, "Osa." Bosa. Let's go. Come on, Nick Bosa. Psychotic. You got this. You got Psychotic. This. <laughs> he's like he's just fucking twisted, dude. Like yeah. sounds like Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, but. Yeah, besides the point. Anyways, I think they're going to go. And then let's talk about the offense real quick. You got fucking Kittle. You got Ayuk. You got weapons. You got, you like, weapons you got everywhere. literally, you know, you got Debo Sam. Like, you literally, he's just so stacked. Like, as far Dude, as, like. You have two of the, if you count Debo oh, as a running back. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah, I know. If you count Debo as a running back with Christian McCaffrey, you have two of the fastest, quickest, and hardest runners on one team yeah it's crazy when they put them both in the backfield and then they start running other ways and you're like <laughs> like literally that play it's crazy because this play is like mirrored right yeah yeah rock can throw to either one of these guys and whoever's more open and he's going to decide to throw to like we're no nfl experts right but like no. you can just tell shanahan is like when they tra when they accepted the trade or they when they allowed him to trade for uh Chris mccaffrey he was probably wetting himself mm-hmm because it, Brock Purdy went for like 450 yards and four touchdowns and no interceptions. That takes that takes skill. Yeah, it does. But any quarterback and any quarterback uh, in, on the NFL in the NFL right now, any quarterback, even yeah. Nathan Peterman, could probably throw for 250 and two touchdowns and zero interceptions on this team. Yeah, I mean you That's got you got just are. those two, and then on top of that, you got Debo and you got Ayuk and you got Kittle. Like yeah, you just he literally could just throw his eyes and just fucking throw. You know what I yeah, mean? Throw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got one of the uh, scariest men on the offensive side of the ball, Trent Williams. Yeah, Trent Williams is a six seven, three hundred and eighty pound dude that can run like a four eight. Yeah, Dear that's God. insane. Yeah, insane. Yeah, dude. That's it. I I but it's it's like um it's funny because if we fast forward in three years and let's say San Francisco has won two three straight super bowls we'll give them the kansas city treatments like all right it's not fun to watch them anymore but right now it's yeah. fucking awesome yeah you it know? is this is like too as a california boy like you know Cal like the california teams are like top picks for me so like mm -hmm. chargers was always one i grew up with the niners what a sad sad day to be that was chargers so fan, dude, dude I, I was watching it in buffalo all five of them are so upset <laughs> oh i know I was, I was i was at buffalo and i went there with uh reuben and tim and i like had the game on my phone and at one point i just like through my phone, I was like quiet for us tonight because I was like, "Fuck this!" Was oh, so dude, bad. you're actually a Chargers fan? Yeah, yeah. Like that's like oh, that's statistically tough. growing up. But like, like so, like they'd be like so they'd be like number one for me, like growing up. Uh, then the Niners, and then just being in Detroit, and being in Grant in Michigan for as long. Then you know I've kind of mm -hmm. got indoctrinated into the Lions for like the last ten years. So it's like, but like. Yeah. 
the last but it's like being a lions fan and a chargers fan is the same fucking thing yeah with you know. slightly more success on the Chargers side just by getting to the playoffs more but yeah yeah exactly it, it's the same thing you guys that's a great comparison you're slightly better lines of the west coast correct yeah and then bills yeah. is just because you, you just because big fan of josh allen um and then um with uh i don't know if dave's told you his story I mean, he may have mentioned on the pod a couple of times where he's like his grandfather just refuses to die until the bills win a super bowl and i'm like would really like to see that for him you know so yeah i'd love to watch his grandpa die <laughs> <laughs> meaning that they won the super bowl dave we love you i'm just joking yeah yeah absolutely um cool uh what last question on football and we'll move on to some whiskey and a new segment that we have Mm-hmm. Which quarterback in the playoffs still? So, um, actually, I, not still. So the beginning of the playoffs, all teams, no teams eliminated yet. Which quarterback? Which quarterback fucks the best, and which quarterback fucks the worst? Like, like sexually, like in bed. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say Trevor Lawrence fucks the worst. Because oh, have okay. you seen that okay. man try I, to I like? Don't ag- I don't agree, but I well, see where you're going. The reason why is because like every time I've seen any clip of him like trying to fire the team up before, like yeah. I've seen yeah. the meme where it's like, yeah, like that man, like that. that man cannot motivate me to make a sandwich. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> yeah. like I just like, dude, like come on, like yeah. I mean, that's just my personal opinion on it. Um, who fucks the best? Uh, I'd probably say Joe Burrow because he got that dog in him. You know what I mean? He does got he got a couple dogs in him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna say the worst fucking quarterback is Kirk Cousins, dude. That dude knows. Like, oh, I forgot like, he's. I forgot he's. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You said like out like or in? One, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I he, said in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That's he knows true. One yeah. and a half sex positions. <laughs> like, and both no of them way. are missionary. <laughs> yeah, and both of them are missionary. <laughs> And one's only tips eighteen percent. One's just hands on the boobs, and the other one's not hands on the boobs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that dude doesn't know uh, anything. And the best, mm. like no problem. Probably Brock Purdy. He seems yeah. like he tries really hard. Yeah, big cock Brock. Big cock Brock, but he also just like he's gonna try hard for you. Mm-hmm. Brock you Purdy's know? the dude that like you're like. It's like that, like there's like that trend on like TikTok where it's always like the girls doing. It. It's like where you finally give like the shy guy a tr- a chance or the quiet boy a chance. You're like, oh my god, god damn! And you can't walk for yeah, a week. Yeah, exactly. That's like him. Like if you finally give the third string uh, quarterback a shot, and all of a sudden you're like, god damn, this man just won himself a starting spot on my roster. Dude, if he wins a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he is a guy. He's a rookie. And yeah. He's Mister Irrelevant. So his contract is like like probably like bare minimum like five hundred thousand dollars a year right yeah he is the best course and option like trey lance buy yeah jimmy g buy mm-hmm. because he is dirt cheap and you can pay to keep all those weapons around him now you don't have to pay 40 fucking million to trey lance or jimmy g because they are bringing someone else this dude like it's insane if the san francisco is diamond in the rough they just fucking drafted but I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to introduce a new segment. It is called Hard Hitting Hypos with Nate. Uh, we One of our greatest listened episodes was a hypothetical episode uh, or an episode where we brought in our friend Nate and we did some hypotheticals with him. So we're going to bring him on. Actually, Josiah, can you give me a verbal uh, new segment alert? Can you do that with your mouth, please, so I can hear it? 
Bam, 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 bam. There we go. I'd love to hear that. Um, <laughs> we had Nate on uh, one of our actually highest listened episodes. Uh, you guys must have really liked it. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think it's like our, one of our top five listened episodes was the episode that we had you on the second time when we did a full hypothetical. Um, so, because of that, we're going to bring you on. Uh, but I saw you had a little uh, brown water in your glass. What are you sipping on? Yes, uh, this is Bardstown, uh, actually given to me by uh, Sarah Gallagher here on the uh, call with us. <laughs> Sarah Gallagher. Yeah. Oh, I forget it says Sarah Gallagher under your name. No, it's not my name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Andrew gave me this glass as a, uh, you know, as a good friend and helped him move in, and it is delicious. Um, so, uh, yeah, very much enjoy it. I don't know enough to know whether or not it's better than anything else that I've ever had, but I know I like it. So. Hell yeah. It's the Fusion uh, series, Josiah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's kind of like their base level, but, I mean, there's really good shit. So, wait. Let me, just, let me just go back real quick here. So, fuck the, hey, help me move in. I'll give you a pizza party. You were like, hey, help me move in. I'll give you some Bardstown. Yeah, I said I'll give him a bottle of whiskey that's, if you help me see, move. See, that's, that's the thing. Like, I always talk about how, like, yo, we're all getting a little too old. The days of, like, going, hey, help me move in. I'll give you a couple slices of pizza. Those are behind us. Just hire fucking oh, yeah. movers. But yeah. I'm going to go back on that. Hey, if your boy offers you a bottle of good bourbon to help him move in, fucking do it, dude. I thought yeah. it, works. it works. I thought it was I thought it was worthy and uh hiring movers from Grand Rapids to Detroit to move into a high rise with a two bedrooms worth of food uh or of stuff. You know what they quoted us? $2,800. You kidding me, bro? I would say a couple thousand, but yeah, that's even more. Uh, I mean, we would have paid, we would have paid $1,500. Well, here's the thing. Were you hiring the Grand Rapids movers to come with you all the way to Detroit and unpack and everything? So we, it, there was a quote that everything would be packed. Everything would be boxed. Everything would be in one room ready to be loaded up into a truck. And all they would have to do is move it into one spot. And then we would unpack and everything as well. Okay. So that was twenty eight hundred dollars. Because I was going to say, like, so, like, I had, I did that once and was just down the street. So I'm like, I wonder if, like, another option would have been, you hire one set of movers here to just pack the truck uh, up, yeah. and then you have a second set there just to unpack. Ooh, you know what that's I mean? Smart. That yeah. is smart. Not that it matters because you're right. already fucking. Nate, are you standing right now? I am standing. You're making okay. me nervous. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I, uh, I am too rambunctious to be sitting down all the time. How many, right? how many milligrams? I was going to say racked. Oh, uh, yeah. Racked. No, I, uh, zero. Zero. Absolutely mm. zero. Just high on uh, this life. Yeah, I mean, I, it is what it is. I just know I did my last meeting standing up, and I was too lazy for my Veritas down. So you guys get the standing view. Okay. My well, Mr. Standing, uh, how many hypotheticals have you prepped for us today? Well, as soon as you texted me, I came up with three, and I didn't think of anything else. Okay, so perfect. If you want more, I'll come up with some on the spot. Well, let's let's just let's just start with the first one. All right. Last, well, do you have are, a? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Today they're they're more open ended. I think okay. this will be really fun. So there's no like choices really. Okay. Uh, one has choices, but uh, the other first two are very open ended. So I'm very excited to see how you guys deal with them. The first one is, you get to shoot one non criminal in the kneecap. Anywhere in the world, anyone, anyone in the world, they have to be alive today and they can be, a, they, they can't be a criminal. So they can't be like, you know, a very obvious bad person. Okay. So it, we, they don't we, die and Just they don't die. Boom. A lot of pain. Boom. But they're non-criminal and it's anybody in the world. Anyone in the world. 
All right, so we're going to pause real quick to give our listeners a second to think of their answer. I mean, this is like about as open-ended as it gets. How many yeah, this is super. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I mean, like easy layup answer is like Vladimir Putin. He seems like a very suitable guy. Um, not a criminal yet. But he's not a criminal yet. Not yet. Um, one might say he has criminal intentions. Those war crimes are coming. <laughs> they're coming. Oh, they're it's coming. There. Um, I don't know. I, I and then like the twisted part of my brain says like Dolly Parton. Because <laughs> 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 like what's a, what's another plastic surgery? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Josiah, what do you think? I'd shoot you in the kneecap so I can be there and nurse you back to health. Oh, uh, spend more time with me. Maybe Sweet stuck answer. with me. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the. I'd be like, you put me here. <laughs> I'd be like, that's right. It's like fucking Stockholm syndrome. I'm gonna make you fall in love with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my final answer. Hard. Final answer. Nice, Andrew. You're getting. That's a cool scar, though. Yeah. It no is. more patella, but. Dude, no more patella. Scar. Fuck that. Yeah. Oh, well. I think if you get uh, shot in the knee, there's like no way to actually like repair that to a hundred percent new. Uh, I can't imagine. It's yeah. yeah, I can't imagine that it's gonna be the same. All right, I like that. That was open ended. I like it. Yes. Yeah, I, I thought you might like it. My answer was Jerry Jones for literally. Jerry no Jones. Yeah. Yeah. No. Just, no I, I I agree with that. Yes. The dude's already been in a lot of pain being the Cowboys, you know, owner for the past. Yeah, years. I was gonna say. Mm -hmm. Fuck that, but, actually. You know, I think those are his. Uh, I don't think he's been in a lot of physical pain ever, and he just kind of bothers me. So Patrick Mahomes, bam. I'm changing my mind. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick, <laughs> no, uh, not Patrick Mahomes. Um, um, what's his brother? Uh, Jackson. Well, here's oh, Jackson Mahomes. Here's answer. the thing. Yeah, TikTok again, bitch. Oh, that is a great <laughs> answer. I am changing my answer to Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Well, Patrick yeah. wasn't personal. It was just, hey, I just want I just want to see, you know, I want I want to see the Bills go far. Yeah. Well, hey, before we move on to the next hypothetical, we talked about this on the pod already. Uh, who two questions. Um <laughs> First question being like, who who do you want to see win? Who do I want to see win? Yes. Win it all? Yes. I'd like to see the 49ers do it, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't yes. want the Bills to do it. I just, but the thing is, like, I think the I think the 49ers are badass, and it's They're just so cool, dude. Be, I think it'd be really cool to see him win, and also like just NFC. I don't really have a lot of loyalty, but you know, Lions, right? You know, yeah. so, uh, I, I would just love. I don't know. I would just love to be sacked by Nick Bosa at least once. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. Pretty chill, right. yeah. Second question was, okay, not of the quarterbacks remaining, but of all the quarterbacks that made the NFL playoffs. Yes. Right? Got it? Yep. Which quarterback fucks the best and which quarterback fucks the worst? Uh. My immediate answer for the worst one was Russell Wilson, but I completely forgot that he went like four and twelve. Yeah, he's not there. So, uh, shit. Okay. Quick. Um, do you need a refresher on who's in the playoffs, or do you know off the top of your head? I got it. I okay. got enough. I gotta say the best. Oh no, I'll start with the worst. Okay. 
um, and this might be a controversial one, but uh, uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with uh, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yep. 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 We think alike, Nate. Okay, Kirk Cousins, one hundred percent missionary only. Yeah, that's what I he said. Does one position. That's exactly what <laughs> yeah. I said. Three and a half minutes. See you tomorrow night. Um, <laughs> well, uh, yes, he's he's always down, but like you know, it's it's uh, you know what you're getting. Yeah, right? it's like a, it's like a uh, it's like a Wes Anderson film. You know <laughs> it's I mean? like a Wes you know, Anderson. You know, it's gonna be weird. Yeah. Uh, a lot of eye contact, like. Yes. Did you yeah. come? And a lot of a lot of asking questions, like yeah. unnecessary questions. Do you like the way my and, dick feels in you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, best, best, another weird one. Mm. Tyler Huntley. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I but think I know why. I didn't even think. It I didn't either. <laughs> I bet this dude bucks. He's been the backup quarterback of an NFL team. Mm-hmm. He's had really no reason to like truly be super distracted, right? And uh, like you, we've all seen Blue Mountain State, the backup yeah. quarterback. Bucks. That's and so true. That's all he's ever been. Um, and uh, I think that that translates. So yeah, I um, I, I said Brock Purdy because he probably tries really hard. Yeah. That one too. I mean. Yeah, I, same. I mean, same concept, though, right? Mm-hmm. So, and this uh, yeah. quick thing: apology to all the Vikings fans out there. But like, you know, uh, Kirk Cousins' wife is like, "All right, Kirk, give me all of those eight inches yards, inches. I mean, eight inches." And he goes, "Best I can do is three, and just throws it for three. Seasons on the line, throws it for three. All right, what's uh, hypo number two? Hypo number two. Uh, you want to do another the open ended one, or you want to do a choice? Let's save the choice for what do you want to do, Josiah? Well, let's do a choice because we just did open ended, so we can okay. sandwich them a like little it. bit. Cool. I like it. Okay. Are you you have the choice of losing your non dominant arm mm. at the shoulder, gone. Okay. Or you have a permanent unibrow. Which one? Ooh. Can't, like just, if you shave it off, it's poop gone or poop right back. Like arm. I've been Arm. Arm arm the first thing you notice is the face and the thing is i could i could have some sort of story about the arm it probably could help me like get laid if i had to but the unibrow is not going to fucking do any favors for me bro like there's no overcoming a unibrow there is overcoming losing an arm i don't know anthony davis has i, I don't know if you guys see me in the camera but i don't think i look too bad without a with a mm, uh, i do it's kind of bad. i don't anthony, anthony davis but he's seven foot tall and is a freak athlete yeah, like, he's got a massive cock right one of him in the world like yeah. that's yeah. it it's what it takes right right but it, all it takes is one person to normalize it and then bam true I but mean, it takes one person to normalize it and then bam you have a flag so here's the thing what <laughs> but here's the thing what am i doing like so it's like losing my my dominant arm right so here's the thing can i can i get a bionic arm replacement at any point in time no it's just okay so i'm just never yet okay here's the thing all right mm-hmm. so still uh what what do I need my dominant arm for? Non-dominant. Non-dominant. Oh, you non-dominant. lose your non-dominant arm? Yeah. yeah. Oh, then 100% I'm fucking lose because I can still masturbate. We're good. <laughs> I'm definitely losing my non-dominant arm. Plus, you know, my left arm is so... F- non-dominant. It's just not easy. Like, my left arm like, is so fucked up anyway that it would be good being gone. Little, think of the little joys in life, like catching a football at a tailgate. With my like, with my dominant arm. I can do a one-hand catch. I don't know. Man. I can drive I'm with one, one arm. I, I get it. 
I get it, but I'm going unibrow. No. no. And I'm getting that shit threaded so it looks real nice in one big See? line. Okay, You're getting that shit you threaded? What the yeah. fuck is your problem, man? <laughs> What's your <Yeah>. problem? <laughs> you put, like, like, designs in it if it's thick enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do some cool cuts. Do a little, like... Ooh, you could do like a story of people traveling across the country, or like oh something my like, God. like old like uh, old chi uh, hieroglyphics and stuff like that. Or if you yeah, really, so or what you would do is get a tattoo right between your uh, eyes of a third eye, and then you've got an eyebrow over it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome! I don't fucking know. All right, I like that one. I like that. All right, last one. Pick one country in the world, any country. And that uh, country, the people who live there, can never leave that country ever again. Which country are you thinking? And I realized as soon as I said that, non-racially, of course, you mm -hmm. said uh, anything that any any country that per that nationality is solely stuck to their country. They're landlocked. Can't leave. Great Britain. Yeah, that's a good one. Fuck those guys. Yeah, yeah they, they've left their country enough, and we've seen what they're yeah. capable of. You are locked to this fucking island over and over. I mean, I have so many answers to this. That's a good one. Yeah. If uh, I, my first thought, I don't know why, but like as soon as you said like Great Britain, I'm like, oh, damn, like that was a good one. My first thought was friend, like France. That was mine too. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, you yeah. love your country so much, you get to stay here. Yeah, yeah and you've given us everything you need. Like, thank you for all the culinary and, like, mm -hmm. art. Like, you've well, given we us can still go and learn culinary. We can still them. go there. Yeah, yeah. They just can't but leave. Don't leave. Yeah. Here's the thing. Can you imagine? That would be the day a, a, a Frenchman is, please, uh, let me come with you. La France. Like, no. La France. <laughs> this is the international law. I can't. Now, if you if you wanted to be a hero, you could say Russia, and then that would just immediately end a war. And there you go. Well, right, but there's such a big country. Yeah, uh, just just percolating like Mordor. Yes, yes, just exactly. Percolating. <laughs> See, here's the thing. If you had asked me this question, and this might piss some people off. If you asked me this question ten years ago, I would have said Argentina. Oh, okay. Because uh, then uh, Ronaldo would have been just the best, and Messi would have been mm. stuck there. Yeah. Until the World Cup comes, to Argentina. Messi, 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 like associate with uh cristiano and that's why i said if you asked me 10 years ago that's what i would have said because 10 years yeah. ago huge just ronaldo dick writer you know what i mean so yeah i like it all right well hey that was uh that was good that was a good first segment we'll uh schedule more uh and next time we'll get you a mic and we'll get you all plugged in too so it can that be official, official hey real quick test my abilities just real quick before you let you go test my ability nate put give me a give me a Give me a, a a topic. I'll come up with one with for you. Right on the spot. Um, middle evil. Mid mid oh medieval medieval, medieval times. Yeah. Okay. Um. Damn. All right. Are you? 
shit, I know what it's like to live in medieval times. Okay. Really I, 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 no, okay. Okay. If you had, if you had a choice, <laughs> would you rather <laughs> medieval times? Mm -hmm. You get you get to have sex, but you die of the black plague, horrible, horrible at age twenty, or you don't ever get to have sex and you live a full life. So, so here's the thing. Oh, age 20. That's a, that's a good one. Die at age 20 because that's, age that's like 44 in medieval. That's times, what I'm right? saying. That's like five yeah. years over my life expectancy anyway. 20 <laughs> years. I'm a fucking old man, dude. If I'm not at least having six kids by the age of 20, what am I doing? You know, like mm -hmm. they were old maids by like 22. Mm -hmm. So definitely that. Now you gotta die of the black plague, bro. I'd be a statistic. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I'm just trying to picture how horrible it must have been to have sex in the mid in the Middle Ages. That, oh, that unwashed that unwashed coochie, undiagnosed mm -hmm. STDs, fucking bath once a month. Guy, well, what if what if? Okay, I'm gonna twist your hypothetical. If you You're hypo my hypo, I'm gonna mm. hypo your hypo. Well, kind of hypo hypo. If if you live a long life or you can't die but you can't have sex then you become a war hero like i would be like that i would be just, on the front line yeah i'd be brave hard in that shit without armor because i'm like i know i'm not dying until 80 and i am 40 years old right now or i am 20 years old right now fuck that's a and, good answer you that's know what i mean good. yeah that or you'll just be a really successful I, monk can i still get blowjobs because you said sex uh, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm getting, Okay, I'm, never mind then. Yeah, I'm the blowjob king and I'm cutting everyone's head off. Does anal count? Because <laughs> it is Catholicism. Catholicism times, right? So anal big, doesn't count. Big Catholic, uh, big Catholic church vibes back in medieval times. So I think it, I think it doesn't count. Yeah. I think it's technically sodomy. What about homosexuality? Right? What if I just want to fuck dudes? Fuck dudes. <laughs> dudes. Uh, right, I like that. I like that. Thanks for hey, I think, my abilities. I was yes, curious. Of course. Uh, I think we're gonna send this one home all together. So Nathan, you get to say for your second time ever, uh, love you guys. I love you guys. I'll see you all very soon. Yeah, love you guys. It's been great. Yeah. All right. Bye. Later, boys. Bye. All right. Well, you don't actually have to leave where the episode's just over. Yeah, episode's um, just over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I'm 